0: Heard crying from next door. What I found was shocking. Adrian. Wailing. Banshee, demon baby wailing from the apartment next to mine. For the millionth hour straight, I lay in bed, looking at the ceiling in the dark. Rachel groaned from beside me. You have to do something. Go over there. I scoffed. I'm not going over there. I don't know her. I think I'd seen my neighbor in the lobby getting her mail once, but she was on the phone and she didn't make eye contact with me, so I didn't say hi. Now I wished I'd at least gotten to know her well enough to be able to text her and ask her to please move to a room that didn't share a wall with my bedroom. Rachel let out a frustrated breath, and I rolled over and hugged her back to my chest. She tensed up. She'd been tensing up since she got here three days ago, actually. What's wrong? She spoke over her shoulder at me. Nothing, I'm just tired. I'm two seconds from getting a hotel room so I can sleep without you, she teased. I chuckled tiredly. She knew how to poke me, that was for damn sure. I only got one weekend a month with my girlfriend. Losing the last night with her to a hotel before she went back to Seattle was a price I was not willing to pay for my neighbor or her baby, fuck. I begrudgingly climbed out of bed, put on a t-shirt and slippers, and let myself out into the hallway of my apartment building. No idea if she'd answer the door. It was four o'clock in the morning, and I was a stranger. Rachel probably would have called the police if she'd seen a man she didn't know knocking on her apartment in the middle of the night. Who is it? A woman's voice called over the wailing. Your neighbor, the chain raked from the other side and the door opened. Yup, the woman from the mailbox. She looked like hell, baggy faded black t-shirt with a hole at a seam on the shoulder and some drawstring sweatpants with stains on them, dark circles under her eyes, wild, frizzy hair. What, she said, looking at me over the tiny, loud bundle she had pressed to her chest. I'd never seen a baby that small. I had bricks of cheese in my fridge bigger than this kid. It didn't even look real. It sounded real, though. She eyeballed me impatiently. Yeah, I have a deposition in four hours. Is there any way you can- Any way I can what? She glared at me. Any way you could maybe move to another side of the apartment so I might be able to sleep? There is no other side of this apartment. It's a studio. Right, I knew that. Okay, well, can you- Can I what? Make it stop? She cocked her head. Maybe put her in a closet, because I'd be lying if I said I hadn't considered it. I, this isn't a trumpet I'm playing in here. It's not a TV I have turned up too loud. It's a tiny human being. It can't be reasoned with, and it's not responding to negotiation attempts, so I don't know what to tell you. She bounced the shrieking infant, and it cried on. She's fed, and clean, and dry. She doesn't have a fever. She's too young for teething. I've given her Tylenol and gas drops for colic. I've bounced her and rocked her, and I'm coming to the conclusion that she's simply playing out some cosmic karma-based retribution for crimes I committed in a past life because I cannot, for the life of me, understand what I'm doing wrong. Her chin started to quiver. So no, I can't make it stop. I can't help you or me or her, and I am truly sorry if my own personal hell is inconvenient for you. Get earplugs, she slammed the door in my face. I stood there, blinking at her peephole, great, now I was the asshole.